All right then. Five days in a row, Chris Burgess here. How about that? We can officially call it a personal trainer daily this week. I'm very proud of me. Thanks for being here. Uh, no questions really come in over socials yesterday, so I didn't really want to like cover off anything too old. I also looked at the stats on the personal trainer daily, and you guys seem to listen in bigger numbers when we talk about just stuff about PT life, not anything too businessy or too training related. I don't know. Is that my niche? Is that is that me? I don't know. Uh, it's, it's a weird one because there's so many different pathways that can go down when it comes to talking about life as a trainer because... Like, I love this job, right? I I could have, like, it sounds so arrogant, but I, I don't mean it to. I could have stopped doing PT a long time ago now, but I, I hate the thought of doing that. Like, I love this job. I love spending time around other people who are working on them, and I love the trust they put in me to, to guide them towards that. And it's a job that comes with so many highs and lows, and I think that, I don't know, maybe me from... Five years ago, there's some advice I could give them. It's like, enjoy every session. Enjoy every session. Like, what am I learning today? What am I learning about other people today? Because there's one thing that lockdown taught me is that I love spending time around people. And it's a vocation, isn't it? I mean, I think for most of us coming into this job, like the choice the choice we have for our career often isn't like, oh, I don't know whether I'm going to be a doctor, a brain surgeon, a rocket scientist, a lawyer, or a personal trainer. Like most of us come down this because it's a vocation-led pathway, because we have a passion for the thing we want to do as our job. And as a result of that, I think it's all too easy to sometimes uh, forget that we need to make money in it. But then it's also really hard tempering that. We make a little bit of money and people think, right, I need to scale, I need to open my own gym and go online and make all all of the money, make all of the money. And I think it's really easy to get detached from why we joined this industry and what we wanted to get out of it for us. Like for our, for, uh, without sounding too Tony Romsey, for our soul. Like I love this job. I'm going to say it again. I love this job. But I also think it's really easy for us to get kind of talked out of it in many ways. Like um, I remember, I remember, I remember, remember, <laughs> I've, that's a joke for people that have watched the South Park episode Member Berries. Uh, but I remember like going back like 10 years ago, my mum saying, well, you're not going to be able to like, be in a gym forever, you know. It's a young man's game. Like, mum, I'm like 28. Like, calm down. Like, nobody knows anything. Like, no, nobody is comfortable. Like, for people that have got a nine-to-five job, like people who have nine to five, very set hours or eight till six as it tends to be for a lot of people now. Like the thought of somebody leaving the nine to five structure to have erratic hours doing something they love, like they are always going to try and find a way to talk down at that. And I get, I, I remember getting spoke down about like loads. Like you're leaving a well-paid job with career prospects to go and work for yourself in a gym where there's already plenty of personal trainers. Are you mad? It's like, yeah, but like the job I'm doing now is making me desperately unhappy. Oh, well, you know, give it some time. It might change. Like, No, no, I, I know what I want to do for my job and I know what I'm going to do to make it work. And like, it, it just goes beyond and on, on that. Like, 
you get you start doing the job and it's it's great fun and you get your first clients in and there's always going to be a bit of financial pressure to make it work I, I get that but again going back to is this thing making my soul happy I, I love I love the thought of doing something that that does that that's why I refuse to give it up by the way like just going into like office life doing LTB stuff behind the scenes and yeah it'd be, I'm sure it'd be great fun but I'm a better owner of all of the other stuff I do because I still do personal training but I digress I digress uh alongside this like we get into the job we start training clients we might have a career change we might have plenty of people saying it will never last so we've already got like people potentially loved ones family members doubting us that's hard to take because all we want is a little bit of support and encouragement then of course for a lot of us it means that promoting ourselves online so our social media presence changes a little bit we might become more active online then we get little jives that you're always online you're always online you're always posting you're always doing stuff it's like yeah because my usage of social media now relies on me growing my business i'm not just there posting cat photos anymore so i noticed over the years like attitudes towards me amongst my friends and family changed for really a good three or four years it really was that long like are you sure you made the right decision like you shouldn't have left your job or you like what is it you even do do you just hang around a gym taking photos of yourself and your clients like all this doubt like it's hard not to listen to i think one of the loneliest parts about being a personal trainer at times one of the loneliest parts about it is that nobody takes a second to try and understand why we do what we do and support it because everyone's so worried about their own bubbles and their own stuff going on in their own lives that they can't comprehend doing what we've done. I know it's hard, isn't it? I know I'm like just talking at you today a little bit, but it's just like a few random thoughts I've had. I just remember back to feeling like five years into the job, like, wow, that's just five years where I've really been on my own. And then like, because the job, takes up quite initially it can take up quite a lot of social time um we tend to hang out with other trainers or talk online to other trainers and sometimes we can like lose contact with our genuine friends and family because they got nine to five work so we chat with people who have similar life circumstances to us and that makes it difficult because you can feel disconnected from old way of life i found that really 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 tough uh but then of course you try and correct things by like saying to people, well, I'd love to hang out. I can be free between the hours of like 11 and 4. And they're like, mate, I'm at work then. How have you got so much time off? Do you ever do any work? Because again, like between 11 and 4, because we don't tend to have clients then, or I didn't tend to have clients then, and my friends were like right in the midst of their work, their feeling was, I don't do anything. I seem to have all this free time. Like, do I even work for a living? Well, was actually, that's the only time I get. I don't really get uh, the back then I didn't really get Saturdays I didn't really get Sundays because I had clients in the morning or in the afternoons and whatnot like there's pros and cons to working weekends but for me to make it work I knew I had to put in clients when money was available and I knew I could do a job good job for the client but the feeling of like being second guessed by friends and colleagues and family about the fact that I've got free time during the day equals I don't even work for a living. That was hurtful, you know? Over years, like, people got it and understood and, like, found out. But it doesn't stop in the midst of it all it feeling pretty crap. It feels pretty crap, doesn't it, when people, like, assume you don't do any work 
because actually we want to be seen as professional and we want to be seen as people who, have, who are genuinely having the value we do have for our clients. Like sometimes though it feels like we can't win, right? Sometimes it feels like we can't win. Uh, if we're available from 11 till four, do we even work for a living? And if we're not available like on Saturdays occasionally or Friday nights uh, because we got work the next day, uh, like a six o'clock session, it's like, oh, he's too busy working. Like, oh, geez, work, man. We just need a little bit of consistency going on here. So I guess the, the, the point of today's podcast really is just to try and give you a little bit of... Um, encouragement that if you've got going through this stuff you're not alone uh if you're going through this stuff and it you're finding it hurtful and people don't understand one of the best things i ever did uh for my friendships and also the relationships in my family as well is actually just have the conversation it's a tough one to have it really is it's not i'm not saying it's an easy thing to do but have the conversation with uh people who are failing to understand just say, look, I really want to hang out with you. As it stands at the moment, I've got a lot of free time at these times. And I know you're a bit busy here, but that's the way life is. I'm really enjoying the work I'm doing at the moment. But what I would love to do is just hang out. Can we find a mutual time to make this work? And then just talk about work. I know we don't like doing that, but just for once, talk about work. Just say, hey, like, who are you working with? What are you getting the most out of? Make them see that it matters to you. I think that's an important thing I did for, for especially when it comes to uh, how I was with my mum and how I was with a couple of my friends as well. And now they understand, you know, when I'm now, when I'm off, I'm really off and I go off grid. Uh, but when I'm like in work mode, they know why I'm doing it. But it's, it's like I say, it still doesn't like make it any easier in the midst of it all. And it's just very normal to go through it. So I've spoken at you long enough today about this stuff i think it's real i think it exists i think it's a bigger problem than a lot of trainers admit and if you're going through the midst of it at the moment i want you to try and deal with it the best way you can uh, because feeling lonely misunderstood and isolated is not good for anything or anyone and i'm going to say even especially for people whose vocation in life is to serve others if you're feeling that sadness yourself it's not very good platform for you building upon that to serve your clients the best of your ability. You'll enjoy your job more when you know you've got that little bit of oomph behind you by way of support from your friends and your family, the people that mean the most to you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for taking the time to listen to all this. I will catch you all in the next episode. Goodbye.